Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 113. Today, I'm going to just take a few minutes to go through my year in review. And while this might seem like a silly exercise, oh my gosh, does it remind me of all the good, the bad, and the ugly that this last year held With this episode, we have created a resource for you to do this yourself. So if you go to jennacutcherblog.com slash 113, you can get your hands on my free template that will help you to analyze how this last year went to write down the big wins and the opportunities and what is next for you. So join me today as I kind of go back in time and look at the last year at a glance and share all of the things that it held for me, which one of them includes you. Let's do this. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast with Jenna Kutcher, the live workshop style business podcast for creative girl bosses. So you can train from the experts how to dig in, do the work and tackle your goals along the way. Here's your host, photographer, educator, artist and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. Guess what? I know you. You want to know something I know about you? You're not a huge fan of sponsors and ads on your favorite shows. You probably hit that little button to skip through them so that you can just get to the point of the episode. Trust me, I get it. That's why I'm doing something a little outlandish and I am dropping all of our sponsors for the Gold Digger podcast. Call me radical, call me crazy, but I set out to make a show that was filled with the free education our industries were lacking and I am jumping right back into alignment with that vision. So this show is brought to you by our totally free guide, Five Easy Ways to Grow Your Email List. You can get your hands on it at jkemaillist.com. That's right, a guide that will get you started help you understand why email lists matter, and teach you to know what to send. My biggest business regret is not starting an email list sooner, so this episode is dedicated to not letting you make the same mistake. Head to jkemaillist.com and get growing that list of yours. Now, what do you say? Are you guys ready to jump into today's episode? Let's do it. All right, let's be honest. How is it already the end of the year? I honestly cannot believe that it is time to be recording this episode. 
Now, last year, I recorded a year-in-review episode, and it was kind of towards the beginning of starting this whole show off, and so it's crazy to feel like I have made it a full year, and here I sit once again, ready to kind of share what worked, what didn't work, and what's next. And what I think is really cool about doing this show is that it gives me the opportunity to really reflect because a lot of times we are so busy that we don't even sit down and ask ourselves these questions like what's working for me or what needs to change or what totally sucked or bombed this year or what was my biggest joy in the last 365 days. And so I'm so excited to really just have the chance to look back and kind of see where we were at the beginning of the year. But this year I really got to take a step back and share my triumphs and my trials in the face. And to create this episode has been a really fun way to just review all that's gone on behind the scenes in 2017. I'm always challenged when I pull together lists like this because while a year can feel impossibly long at times, it totally flies by in a blur. I always think about talking to my grandpa Sulo and my grandma Dolores And I feel like whenever I talk to them, they just say that time keeps going faster and faster. And I can totally see that as a 29-year-old. I'm like, where is time going? And so creating this show has just helped me to slow down and celebrate and to relive some of the finest moments and pause and ponder on the things that didn't quite go so well. And so I think it's just easy to discount the impact that 365 days can have on a life. But when you really slow down, when you really compare, when you really dig deeper, so much can be backed into one single year. And today I want to share what worked well, what didn't work at all, and where we are headed into the new year. So, are you guys ready? I think this is fun. I hope you enjoy it. And if anything, I can listen to this a year from now and really reflect on the change in my life. So first, let's outline the good. So at the beginning of the year, I joined my first mastermind and I took a big leap and a big investment to be mentored alongside other entrepreneurs. Now, this was probably one of the, quote, riskiest investments I've ever made, and yet it paid off in huge ways. I've done a few different episodes about what a mastermind is and kind of what my plans are moving forward, but January really started the year off strong with a real big focus on goal setting and figuring out kind of where I was headed. Speaking of where I was headed, this year I launched two brand new courses. So I launched the List to Launch Lab, which is my email building course, and the Pinterest Lab, which is exactly like it sounds, a course all about Pinterest and how to use it to drive traffic to your site. So we launched both of those courses and also went along and did multiple six-figure launches for all of my courses throughout the year. And so by the end of the year, we will have done five six-figure launches and beyond. And all of those launches really taught me a lot of things. They got easier every single time we did them. They were so much fun, and it really just helped to foster a community in my team and to really just refine the process of launching, which I think for a lot of times, for a lot of us, it just feels so intimidating, or you hear people talking about a launch, and you're like, I don't understand what you're talking about. So that happened this year. 
We also took two whole months off of work to enjoy the island life, and this was not planned by any means. The first month was definitely planned, but in that month, what happened was not planned, and that was that we purchased the Kutcher condo on the island of Maui and dove into having our first real estate investment. And so, again, it was entirely not planned. We had joked about it, but when we purchased our condo, it encouraged us to plan another month off so that we could head back to the island and enjoy it. And so with the purchase of the Kutcher condo, we made an extra trip down to Maui to fix it up, renovate it, and get it ready to be listed. And we have been able to host a ton of different guests and followers and listeners over the last year, and it has been such a blessing. I am just so excited to continue hosting you guys at the Kutcher condo while we are not on the island. Now, I've also been able to grace the top of the iTunes charts a few times and continue to lead as a lady podcaster in the business category. I never realized how true it was that this is such a male-dominated industry, but I am ready and willing to help change that perception and to help showcase powerful and intentional and inspirational women on this platform. Now, I extended my team hiring my mom and my sister. So my mom is helping with my mastermind. She is still teaching full-time nursing, but she is also helping with planning the mastermind events for the upcoming year, and she is killing it. My mom is amazing. If any of you have met her, she is literally like Mother Teresa. She is the kindest, most giving, and hospitable human being I've ever met, and so what better way to have her join the team than to have her help plan events and hosting. And then we hired my sister, Kate, which you heard about in a recent episode, to be the producer of this show. So Kate is kind of in the driver's seat in terms of getting different interviewers on and figuring out what you guys need to hear about. And so that was a huge hire and just something really exciting for us because over the last year, we've managed it between Caitlin and I running this show on top of all of the other things we've been doing. And so to be able to hand off all of the tasks and say, this is what we need and having one person kind of steering the ship, that was a really, really exciting move and an exciting hire. And to be honest, just being able to bless my family with the business I've built is pretty darn incredible. Now, we've hit 2 million downloads on this here show, which is crazy. I can't even wrap my mind around that number, but 2 million downloads. And we've also gotten really close to hitting almost $2 million in revenue for the year, which is insane. I just want to pause there. Like, I get it. It is insane. This business that I started where I just simply hoped to get out of my windowless office has now turned into a multi-million dollar business and what a stinking blessing that is. Speaking of a blessing, we have used some of that income to help with philanthropy. So we have funded three full water projects in the Dominican Republic, which is providing clean water for hundreds of families in need every single day. And so at the beginning of this year, Drew and Kate and I all went on a trip to the Dominican where we picked out our next places. So we funded water projects in the past. And so this year I set up a bigger goal to fund 
planned three whole projects and we did that. And so it's just incredible to be able to understand that we're making an impact in the world. I also hired my first associate photographer and we had multiple shooters on my team. So we had weekends where we had three weddings between my team and that was crazy and never something I planned, but it was a huge blessing. We had Courtney and Alex and Rachel who were all shooting and man, they killed it. It was awesome to be able to serve more clients because I've been cutting back on my weddings throughout the last few years to find more balance and to be able to pursue more business. And so to be able to serve brides in a different capacity while still giving them that Jenna Kutcher experience was so awesome. We launched the Shop Jenna Kutcher site, which is a shop for you guys, resources for online creatives. I partnered with Rebecca. We did a full episode about launching this, but man, that was a labor of love. It was a crazy season being in the middle of wedding season and preparing to launch a shop. But inside of the shop, we have templates, we have pricing guides, we have digital magazines. I have a social media like giant cheat sheet. We have content creation resources, editing presets, and so much more. And so Shop Jenna Kutcher has been an awesome labor of love. It's been so much fun to launch. And we just can't wait to continue to add new products for it. We also, at the beginning of this year, retired Drew from his nine to five so that he could pursue his dreams. This guy has taken the back seat over the last six years while I have gone full steam ahead. And so to be able to say, it's time for you to do that and I will make sacrifices so that you can pursue what you want. So he started the Kutcher Method, which is his online health coaching where he does remote health coaching, nutrition planning, meal prep. And it's just been amazing to see him get results for women. What's so cool about what he's doing is that he is reaching people that are just like me. And so women that spend a lot of hours on their computer that don't necessarily get motivated to get up and move, that really struggle in eating well. And so it's been so cool to see him grow his platform. He hit over 10,000 followers on Instagram, and he's just pursuing his passion in a way that only he can with this full state of contentness that I totally envy sometimes because I need to just be a little bit more like him. We also automated a lot of revenue streams so that my business can work while I rest. And this was something that was so important to me, especially as we've tried to start our family and kind of looked at what we want our future to look like. And so I wanted to know that if I were to step out for a week or a month or a couple months, depending on what it looks like, would my business keep running? Could my team still be working? Would we still be making money? And so automation has become such a huge focus for me in terms of generating passion passive income, and figuring out ways to make the biggest impact in the world while doing that without requiring me to be working around the clock. And so that was such a cool win. We did lots of dog walking, lots of podcast listening, lots of reading this year. And one personal big win out of my life for this year that I'll talk about in a bit too is that I was able to cut gluten fully from my diet and make some really big steps in our fertility journey. And so 
when I looked at this year, man, I never would have guessed that I would be spending half of it gluten-free. But it has been a really, really cool journey to show me how strong I am. I know that sounds so silly because we're just talking about wheat, but I am a girl that loves pasta and bread and all the things. And so to see that I have the strength to do that, I haven't cheated once. I haven't even been tempted to cheat because I feel better. And so that has just been a really, really big change, not just in my body, but in my mindset of what's possible and in just focusing on my health in full. So those are a few of the things that went good. Let's dive on into what went not so good. I don't really want to say it went bad, but some things just didn't quite work out like I thought they would. And so it's time to reflect on those. I feel like if I was drinking, I would have a margarita to toast to the things that didn't quite work out. So it took us a lot of time, to be honest, to adjust to both of us working from home and to figure out like what is our flow, what works best in terms of spending time together and getting work done. While it seems so whimsical to work together as a husband and wife, or at least to share a space, we realized that we really had to set aside intentional time apart. And I remember the first day when Drew started working from home, I about killed him because he was vacuuming at 10 a.m when I was just getting into my work. And so it's been a real interesting push and pull, a real interesting dynamic figuring out what does this look like and how are we going to create boundaries and how are we going to create space in our relationship? Because when you work together all the time, it's like you have nothing to talk about. It's not like you can be like, ah, how was your day today? Because you were with them all day. And so we've really created some spaces for us to work separately in, created like different gym time so that we're kind of apart for part of the day and then also, I joined a co-working space, so if I just need to get out of the house or to kind of just peel away from home, it's been a really, really big relief to know that there's somewhere I can go to give us both space. And Drew loves to work from coffee shops. I don't like that as much. And so, you know, just kind of figuring out what works. And while it seems so glamorous and it's offered us so much more flexibility having him work for himself, it also definitely brought on some challenges of its own. Hey, hey, sorry to jump in here, but I wanted to pop back in with a dose of encouragement and a little extra something something for you. You probably keep hearing top marketers say, it's all in the list, it's all in the list, and you're wondering what list they are talking about. Surely it cannot be your to-do list. That's a mile long. They are talking about email lists, and rightfully so. Email marketing is the number one way I drive profits in my business, and to celebrate that simple fact, I created a totally free guide, five easy ways to grow your email list and you can get your hands on it for free at jkemaillist.com. Again, hop to jkemaillist.com to get your guide, hit pause, get your hands on it and get more resources all devoted to growing that email list of yours. And then of course you can jump back into this awesome episode. This next piece just really does suck to talk about. We experienced our second miscarriage and It honestly just threw us for a loop and opened up another season of grieving. And it wasn't obviously anything we had planned. We got pregnant and found out once again while we were in Hawaii. And it was a bit of a shock, but not really. We were hopeful to get pregnant. 
And what was so hard about the experience beyond just the loss was that it was like the same exact scenario happening again. And like it felt like Groundhog's Day because it was like so, so familiar to our first loss. And so it was a really, really hard 10 weeks. I carried for 10 weeks again. And, you know, that's two and a half months out of this year before you even start grieving. And so, you know, it was a full quarter of this year was just spent like dealing (laughs) and staying afloat and really just wrapping my head around what had happened and trying to process it. And one of the things that I learned about myself this year is that I really struggle with grief because I would rather just make myself busy and avoid it because it's scary to face it head on and it's messy. And so I really postponed the grieving process and it caught up with me when we went to Hawaii for the second time to rest. I think that it was needed. I think I knew it was needed. I think I was ready to face it head on. But, you know, it was just a really hard season and It just threw everything for a loop. It threw all of our plans for a loop. It threw, you know, just that uncertainty again. And with that, then we decided to hire a doctor and to start to get answers, which I'll share about in just a little bit. So I definitely struggled this year in delegating in places in my business where I could have. So instead of opting to put myself into places in my biz where I need to be, I would do a lot of busy work. And I think that I would catch myself doing that when I knew that I had hard projects to be working on. And so having that space away, that second trip and that time away from my business really made me realize like I have to make changes so that I can focus on my genius spot and if we need to continue growing the team in order to allow that to happen, I'm willing to do that because me doing busy work is not moving the business forward. And so a lot of times I talk about how we get so caught up working in our business that we never work on it. And I am still just as guilty in that. There are days where I get way too caught up in the inbox when I shouldn't even be in there because Caitlin can handle it. Or there are days when I'm writing up show notes when I shouldn't even be doing that because my sister can do it. And so really just getting confident at delegating and communicating clearly and just keeping those lines of communication open with my team, but also just trusting them to just do their jobs and for me to just let go so that I can do the bigger work that only I can do. Now, I would say that over the last year, it took me potentially too long to make another hire. And so... I've shared about kind of what my team looks like. We have a lot of contractors. Caitlin was our only full-time employee. And so I feel like Caitlin was being stretched really thin because her position is only part-time. And so she was kind of shifting her role to have the ability to offer additional support And she wasn't able to focus on her genius spots. And so, you know, with the addition of the podcast and then the course additions and, you know, creating all these new resources and figuring out kind of where we're going, Caitlin was kind of the one keeping all the balls in the air while I was the one dreaming and scheming. And I feel like we could have hired sooner to alleviate some of that so that all of us were freed up to focus where we could just really, really make a difference. And so looking back over this last year, I think I could have hired a little bit sooner, but we were also waiting on the timing with my sister and her job. And so 
whatever, letting that one go, nothing is perfect. Another thing that didn't quite work or that I could work on is disconnecting more intentionally. And so beyond the two months off, I I still struggle to disconnect and log off. And I think that I've been working a ton on mindset. And so I'm getting better at just being more aware and conscious, but I can get pulled down the rabbit hole just like anyone else, whether it's on Instagram or in your email. And so I think that I need to focus on just disconnecting more intentionally, leaving my phone behind when we go out to dinner or, you know, going on weekends away without bringing my camera or computer just to be more present. So something I'm working on, I think we all struggle with it, but I can look back and say that there were definitely parts or seasons of this year where I was just too connected. I've struggled a bit in managing brand sponsorships and just making really clear and right decisions in which sponsorships make sense and fit organically or which ones were maybe too much work or not the right messaging or not the right fit. And so as my platform has grown, we've been able to take on paid sponsorships on my blog, on my Facebook, on my Instagram. And it's been such a blessing to have that supplemental income while sharing products that I genuinely use and love. But creating that structure and those systems around that, it's really challenging. I mean, you're balancing getting a lot of content, creating content, matching brands, aesthetics, hitting their deadlines. And so sometimes it can get really overwhelming. So we've had to really create a system and then also just get so clear on what is a yes and what is a no. And if anything feels like it's off or that I don't feel like I would organically or authentically share it, it is a major no. I also need to just get better and have more intention in connecting with people in the flesh. And so I am a hermit. I am a homebody. I love being home. I love doing work. I love getting work done. But I really need to create and foster more time in my life for girl days and coffee dates, going on walks with friends, going to visit my friends, setting aside that intentional time so that I'm not always the one saying no or that I'm not the one that is just not even reaching out. And so I think a lot of times our internet use gives us this false sense of community and I've recognize that, you know what, I could get a lot better at being more intentional with the time that I'm spending with the people I love and just setting aside time to have phone dates or to just catch up with people or to really just not rely on the internet to tell me what people are doing, but to create those face-to-face connections. Because whenever I do them, I'm just so grateful for that time and I value it so much. So I just got to do it more. Um, Self-care, I think, is just something that we all struggle with. I know I've struggled with it throughout times of this year. I've really had to focus on putting myself first. And while sometimes I can feel selfish, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. We say it all the time, but how many cups are full? And so really looking at just setting aside time to practice yoga or to really just try and learn how to meditate once and for all and making that part of my routine to disconnect all those things. And my last thing that I think we are, you know, we could have done better on or maybe didn't go as great is just getting more clear on what my best yeses are and what are very clear no's. And there are a lot of shiny things. There are a lot of things that make me feel FOMO if I say no to them, but I need to figure out and find clarity in my decisions. And that has to come from me and being so intentional and so clear with what we're doing, where we're heading and what makes most sense. Because we're getting hundreds of emails a day with different opportunities, different offers, different 
some sponsorships or partnerships. And so creating a way to just very quickly and clearly say yes, no, yes, no, it'll alleviate a lot of stress. It'll alleviate a lot of back and forth on the emails and just kind of give us that clarity in where we're headed. So my favorite part, what is next? Well, I'm glad you asked. Except for you didn't ask because I'm just sitting here by myself, but I'll talk to myself. So Jenna, what is next? Guess what? I want to focus on blowing this podcast up. Like legitimately, I want this thing to hit the masses. And I know in my gut and in my heart that it can make an even greater impact. And so we are getting laser focused on producing the best show on having the best guests and putting out the best content so that I can earn your trust every single week and land in your earbuds. And so the podcast in its first year of existence, we were just doing it as we went. We had no big strategy, no grand scheme or plan. And while it worked and it was awesome and we've had 2 million downloads and all those wonderful things, I feel like we could be so much more intentional with it, so much more heartfelt. And now that we have the team to support that, I am ready to go gangbusters on this. So if you guys want to help me, start sharing the podcast, leave a review, like all those little things can help me achieve this goal. Join our Facebook group, Gold Digger Podcast Insiders. Let's make this thing become so mainstream that everyone's listening and everyone is a gold digger. Okay, next, I want to really continue to focus on automation. So not just working towards it, but paying attention to the results. So we set up a lot of different automation in my business this last year. But while it's all working, I know that it could be working better. And I know that we could optimize it. So I want to get to a place where we can keep tweaking and perfecting the automated parts of my business so that we can continue to free me up to create new stuff, new pieces, new resources, new aspects. And so automation, it has been such a focus for the last year. And so now I want to really get to the analysis phase of that automation to really make sure that every message is reaching the right audience at the right time. And I'm so excited. I'm such a nerd when it comes to the strategy. And so I'm excited to make it even better. One thing I am just like so thrilled about, so excited about. Probably the thing that I'm most excited about about this next year is creating a team culture. So one of my biggest goals for the new year is to create a true team culture. I want to have my team feel and be a part of something bigger and to really feel like they are growing as individuals in tandem with my business, that they are owning processes from start to finish and that they feel fulfilled and excited to do their job. And so I want to give opportunities to my team members. I want to offer incentives. I want to create a space that focuses on being their best selves while helping move the bottom line. So I want to do different contests with my team. I want to challenge my team to take different courses or attend workshops that will help them do their jobs better. And I want to pay for that so that they can do that. I want my team to take intentional rest. I want for all of us to meet up face to face and really talk through the bigger goals and strategies of my business. I want to foster this culture where we are taking care of ourselves and our families first and the business next. And I want to have people that are excited to dream bigger, that are excited to implement, that are excited to really just go there. 
I think that so many times in life we are waiting for permission. And so I want to just fully grant my team the permission that they need in order to do the biggest, baddest work that they could ever do. And I am so excited for the opportunity to foster this culture and to lead by example. That like so fires me up. And who knows? I mean, I might be expanding my team this year. I have no idea what's next, but man, I am ready for it. And whoever is joining or whatever that looks like, they are in for a treat because my team is incredible. It is all women. We are rocking it together. And I just want to create a space where we can all work together towards way bigger goals. And then lastly, the hard one, the doozy, figuring out when we want to start a family or try again. And I hate the term try again because it makes me feel like we failed. But as you guys know, this journey has not been easy, but we are faced with another decision in the upcoming year if the timing is right. And so after our second loss, I hired a naturopathic doctor, Dr. Lauren Noel. She has helped me immensely, but there's still work to be done. And so I'm really focusing on healing my body from the inside out with the nutrition, with supplements, with the self-care that is necessary to help with things like adrenal fatigue and leaky gut and all of the intolerances that I have developed. And so You know, I'm just really focused on taking this time right now to optimize my health. I want to go into this new year being the healthiest, happiest version of myself before we make a decision on what it looks like to continue to try and start our family. And so it's been a really hard journey to figure out what that looks like. And we're going to be forced to face the facts soon and determine how and when we will move forward. And so You know, it's been this season of me just really getting tests done and figuring out what's going on inside of my body and how I can influence that with my actions and the way that I'm treating it. And I've really enjoyed this time of self-care. I've really come into my own and started to understand the power of mindset and manifestation and intuition and also just start to realize like how you are in control of your health and how you can optimize your health and the things you can do to make yourself feel better every day. And so that's going to be a doozy, but that is part of what's next, right? Life can have those doozy moments and it doesn't mean that it's all a doozy. That was a terrible quote. Please nobody quote that one. But my friends, like what a year, like what a stinking year. It has been such an incredible year hanging out with you, landing in your earbuds, wherever it is that you're tuning in. And I challenge you to take some time and to take a few moments, a few minutes, maybe an hour or two. And I have created a review sheet for people to write down their wins and opportunities from this year. And so if you go to Jenna Kutcher blog, dot com slash 113, you can get your hands on my year in review worksheet so that you can do this too, because there is so much power in just sitting down and saying, here's what worked, here's what didn't work, and here's what's next. And if we never take the time to do that, we're going to continue just moving forward blindly, hoping that things are going to fall into place. So again, if you go to jennacutcherblog.com slash 113, you can get my year in review worksheet. And that'll just kind of help you 
be led through the process that I just went through on the show here. And I hope that this was helpful. I hope that it gave you a little insight of the behind the scenes of what is going on in the Jenna Kutcher world and the Gold Digger podcast world. And I'm just so thankful that I've gotten to spend this year with you, that you've been with me through all of this, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I cannot wait to see what the new year holds for you and for me. So I'd love to hear from you guys. Hop over, leave a review, or hop onto Instagram and just say, hey. But I hope that this new year is just filled with the best things that life has to offer you. And until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. Keep on tuning in. I cannot wait to hang out with you in the new year. Thanks for listening to Gold Digger. Dive into show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. You gold digging dream chaser, you.